Hi guys. I hope everybody's well today. Um, I'm going to do some poetry reading, obviously from my favorite website, poetryoutloud.org. Uh, and we're just gonna start off with uh, Sir Thomas Wyatt. I find no peace. He was a pre 20th century poet. I find no peace and all my war is done. I fear and hope. I burn and freeze like ice. I fly above the wind, yet can I not arise. And naught I have in all the world I season that loseth nor locketh holdeth me in prison. And holdeth me not, yet can I escape no wise, nor letteth me live nor die at my device. And yet of death it giveth me occasion Without iron, I see, and without tongue, I plain. I desire to perish, and yet I ask help. I love another, and thus I hate myself. I feed me in sorrow, and laugh in all my pain. Likewise, displeaseth me both life and death, and my delight is causer of this strife. So born in Kent, England, Sir Thomas Wyatt was an ambassador to France and Italy for King Henry VIII. Wyatt's travel abroad exposed him to different forms of poetry, which he adapted for the English language, most notably the sonnet. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what you guys thought about that. I found it a little bit interesting. I did. I found it a little bit interesting. Um, here we go. Let's go back and see what we can find. I I know I've mentioned it many times. I always like try to find the poems that are under 25 lines so I can read more and um Hopefully, so that was 25 lines or more. Here we go. See what comes up here. Oh, and I told you, I think I've mentioned to you before, they are all alphabetized. I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> They're in alphabetical order. How about that? And uh, so we're going to go with F. I'm just going to take F and find the poems that starts with F today. Uh, here's one. This is... The Fair Singer by Andrew Marvell. To make a final conquest of all me, love did compose so sweet an enemy, in whom both beauties to my death agree, joining themselves in fatal harmony. That while she with her eyes my heart does blind, bind, she with her voice might captivate my mind. I could have fled from one but singly fair. My distangled soul itself might save, breaking the curled trammels of her hair. But how should I avoid to be her slave, whose subtle art invisibly can wreath my fetters of the very air I breathe? It had been easy 
fighting in some plane where victory might hang an equal choice, but all resistance against her is vain. Who has the advantage both of eyes and voice, and all my forces needs must be undone, she having gained both the wind and sun. Okay, Andrew, Marvel's wit and humor make this English metaphysic, metaphysical poet's work memorable. He also wrote in the pastoral style of the classic Roman authors. Marvel was a talented statesman and worked as an assistant to John Milton when Milton was Oliver Cromwell's Latin secretary or foreign affairs. Uh, I. I don't know if it's, oh yeah, this is pre 20th century too. Cause I was going to say like this guy's photo looks really, really, really old. Like when they wore the wigs and stuff. So yeah, that's, I, maybe I got um, kind of stuck on the 20th century poems. I don't know, we'll see. Uh, here's my favorite word, but I don't know how this poem is going to turn out. It's called Faith by David Baker. It was midday before we noticed it was morning. The boy cousins brought us a tray, soup and cheese, warm soda, and a soft cloth and candy for her fever. They wouldn't come in, the tray weighing between them. They stood like woodwork inside the doorframe. By afternoon, the old procession, silence at the lip of a dozen night travelers, tired and grieving, one by one, or pairs floating to the bed and back with a touching of hands like humming. And the one we gathered for slipping farther, for all the good we could do, she lay in her shadow. She looked to no one. Her daylilies bobbed wildly, wild, wide, sorry, <laughs> open out in the wild, blue sun and the same bee kept noising her window to reach them dusk even the boys were back watching it try okay uh this sounds like somebody was dying i'm not sure what you gathered from it from what i could read <laughs> from it uh, but this is david baker faith from after the reunion copyrighted 1994 um the poet David is the author of five books of poetry, including Changeable Thunder and The Truth About Small Towns. Though his poems convey a keen sense of place, usually the rural Midwest, Baker's insight into families and communities give his work a universal ring. His work explores human contradictions, such as man's capacity for both love and cruelty. His poetry editor, of the Keon, he is poetry editor of the Keon Review. That's interesting. Um, I think this was about death, but I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of how you see it. Um, let's do this one by Carolyn Wells called Fate. Two shall be born the whole world wide apart and speak in different tongues and pay their debts in different kinds of coin and give no heed each to the other's being. 
and know not that each might suit the other to a T, if they were but correctly introduced, and these unconsciously shall bend their steps, escaping Spaniards and defying war, unearly toward the same trysting place. I'll bet they know it not until at last they enter the same door and suddenly they meet and ear and eerie they've seen each other's face they fall into each other's arm arms upon the broadway cable car and this is fate oh my gosh i love that that was beautiful um and it sounds like two strangers and to completely different worlds that eventually are brought together by whatever maybe they were traveling maybe one was traveling to one country or wherever and uh when they lay eyes on each other uh and maybe the the trolley is moving at such a weight or it's so crowded that you have no other exception but to fall into somebody else's arms and they meet I really like that poem. Um, so they talk about the poet, and they says a prolific, prolific turn of the century writer of poems, mysteries, children literature, literature, prodigies, and other human pieces. Carolyn Wills was born in Rayway, New Jersey, when she was six. Wells experienced hearing loss caused by scarlet fever, but went on to graduate as high school valedictorian and study humanities and science independently under the mentorship of friends. Wells authored over 75 mystery and detective stories. Her technique of the mystery story 1913-1929 remains a well-regarded study on the genre. She also wrote stories for youth and is credited for establishing her first human <laughs> humor anthology. If years before her death, in New York City, she published an autobiography, The Rest of My Life, 1937. I really enjoyed that poem from her. So we're going to do one more, guys, and I'll be out of here. I actually think I might have read this one, so forgive me if I did. It's um, the film by Kate Northrup. Come, let's go in. The ticket taker has shyly grinned. And it's almost time, lovely one, let's go in. The wind tonight's too wild. The sky too deep, too thin. Already it's time, the lights have dimmed. Come, loveliest, let's go in. And know these bodies we do not have to own, passing quietly as dreams, as snow. Already leaves are falling and music begins. Lovely one, it's time. Let's go in. Um, very quick, sweet poem. Um, Kate, is, she earned her BA from the University of Pennsylvania and MFA from the University of Iowa. She's a contributor editor to the American Poetry Review. Northrop has received a fellowship from the Pennsylvania Council and the Arts and the Sweeney Writers Conference, as well as various awards. Um, this was a great poem by her. I, I mean, not, I, not that I've read any of her other poems, but I really like this one. So I hope you guys enjoyed it too. And I will be back <laughs> the next day.
tomorrow. So take care and sorry I took up so much of your time, but these were kind of fun poems to go through today. All right, God bless. I'll see you tomorrow. Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.